Yo, welcome to the Kinfolk Podcast. Man, after this conversation, man, this is what I hope you take from it. It, uh, Man, you're going to shake those pandemic blues and go after the calling that God has gifted you. Go after the calling that God has given you. And you're going to go after it with full, with full gusto. Because I've got here today my brother Isaac Moore from Isaac and Moore. Man, his story is tremendous, uh, tremendous individual, tremendous visionary. And man, I want to give him an opportunity to introduce himself and uh, the movement that he started. Isaac. What up, though? <laughs> nah, uh, my name is Isaac Moore. Uh, I'm a Houston native, I'm a fashion designer, I specialize in handbags. And, uh, I guess that's all I need to say. Man, you being modest, man. Uh, man, and we're going to get to it. We want to welcome our, our audience. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, like I said, after this conversation, you're going to go do whatever it is God has called you to do. And so we're dealing with calling this season. And I reached out to my brother because, man, he, when he started his, um, his his road to uh, this vision of of being the black designer, the designer in America, man, he didn't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of, but he had the vision. And so, man, we, we I, I wanted to start uh, with. Tell me your vision and tell me when you first thought, man, this was when, uh, this is what I want to do. Yeah. I guess I start with vision because, like, I love vision. Vision is the key. It's the source of everything. See what I'm saying? Um, I'm a vision, you know, driven man. You know what I'm saying? So uh, how, I, how I see myself or how I see the end of myself is really being a brand that people want to be successful for. And behind the brand, it's a black man that come from, you know, the slums and, you know, didn't have a pot to, a pot, uh, uh, a pot to piss in and a window throw it out of and things like that because you don't get that. You know what I'm saying? So, that a black person that really, really um, made it and dominated in the area of fashion. I'm saying so. That's my whole direction. That's my whole vision is to become the, you know, the, you know, like the black fashion brand that people want to be successful. Mm. When did you get this vision? Because I think it's important for people to understand, like your win because it was before you know and we'll get into what the what and 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 how and man you know but 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 i think the win is important and i want people to understand and know your win yeah i I think win for me when i realized what was missing i'm saying when i when i really discovered what was missing what was the deficiency of this professional fashion I'm saying that's when I really uh, realized 
it was a need for it, more so than doing it. See what I'm saying? It gave me a reason to do it and, and do it well. See what I'm saying? So I think that happened for me, man, like just a few years ago. See what I'm saying? You know, all the people that we work hard for and things like that, it's other people that's creating that don't look like us. Yeah. I'm saying, and um, I just got very upset with that. You know, like we really, really like, we all want to be successful. We all want to be successful. So I'm saying, and what we can afford and what we buy, it validates our success in life. And you know, who's creating that? We're not creating that. We're not creating the Lamborghinis. We're not creating the, the Chanel's and the Gucci's and Stuff like that. You know, we feel like we made it when we obtained these such a items. But somebody created that. And and we we not creating that. Mm. You know what I'm saying we just want to afford it. We just want to buy it and things like that. So my job is not to stop it. My job is to replace it. Mm. So I mean you 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 see you so you know we we just gonna get to it. You you see in the community, and we say community, like in the black community, we love the luxury goods, but we don't make them. We consumers, but we don't produce. Yeah, we don't. I mean, not just in the community. I mean, I think the majority of this world is like that. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Like, we don't think about, like, especially like something that's so, like, like I was telling you earlier, man, like, we don't think water is a business. Because we use it so much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we think, man, I got to have water. Yeah. So we'll go to the store not thinking like, man, somebody's selling this water so we can have water. Yeah. You know, with clothes, we don't think it's something that we work for. We, you know, like we, we should make a business out of it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? We got to work for it. We got to buy it and things like that. And, uh, and I realized, man, like, man, like. It's people making this as a business, and this is one of the luxuries of life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to create the luxury in life. And people really, really don't mind going seven years of school, you see what I'm saying, and learning and going through what they need to go through. And once they get through that, they can enjoy their struggle with Isaac and Moore brand and stuff like that. It's like, man, I, I deserve it. Mm. See what I'm saying? Like, when you buy a Lamborghini and things like that, man, you feel like your hard work paid off. Mm. I'm saying? But I'm tired of only one demographic of people getting that kind of, that's creating that type of look and creating that type of celebration, Mm -hmm. you know, for for all genres of people. But it's only one genre of people who's creating that that luxury of life. Man, you know, we're talking about calling and I want to get, I want to get to calling. But before I do that, man, where, where are you from? And man, just just give us your background, man. Because man, there's so many people that just need to hear where you're from. Yeah, I mean, you know, Third Ward, Texas, <laughs> the capital of Houston. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I think. Uh, but no, um, I'm from I'm from um, Houston. Um, from a, a very historic. No, uh, no community in Houston called Third Ward. Yeah, and uh, you know, I would just, you know, I come from come from that. Uh, my mom never been in my life. Uh, well, she left when I was like 
14, 15 years old and things like that, very young and things like that. My dad, you know, never been there and things like that. But my mom, when she was in my life, you know, she was, she did everything that she could. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, but due to her, you know, her experience in life and her childhood. Hello? Okay. It affected mine. Yeah. So I'm saying my sisters and things like that. So what happened was, so, you know, I was in CPS when I was two years old. Because my mom, you know, uh, my mom ended up going to jail. Okay. When my mom was 20 years older than I am. So when I was two, she was 22. Right. So I'm saying, so she was in jail and she stayed in jail for... You know, two, I got like nine. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I was in CPS, but her biological mother, which is my grandmother, had got me from, from the CPS. So I stayed with her from two, two years old up to was nine. So my mom got out of jail, said, hey, you know, I want my kids back or whatever. So we moved to Third Ward. We stayed in a 600-square-foot home and things like that. You know, we slept on the, um, on the floor. You know, back then, hardwood wasn't a thing. It was carpet. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I remember them carpet yeah, floors, man. Yeah, yeah. So I still carpet. got a little carpet in my house just yeah. so I can remember. My wife wants to get rid of it. But, you, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But hardwood, definitely. So I, we slept on the hardwood floor like a whole year, you know, with the screen door shut, door open just to get circulation in the, in the house and things like that, man. You know, we had no bed. So, but when I was two, Oh, when I was like five, six, my, my grandmother bought us some butt beds. So we moved the bunk beds from my grandmother's house to my mother's house. So I slept at the top bunk. My sister and my mom slept at the bottom bunk, you know, for another year. And mm-hmm. I see my mom just really struggle and got two jobs and, and things like that, man, just trying to make ends meet. But her, her past and what she done just really hunted her mm-hmm. and it caused her to relapse getting back on drugs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And to find out later, you know, um, my mom was adopted. And that's where more comes from. Like mm. my, her adopted parents. Okay. So I'm saying, I don't have my mom nor my father's last name. No more come from her adopted yeah, uh, parents. Adopted parents. Yeah. Wow. So, so you were for. By 14, you were the man, man of the house. Yeah, I was a man of know-how. <laughs> man, that's crazy. <laughs> you see know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I was a little boy in the world. Mm. You see know what I'm saying? I wasn't yeah. no man. I, ain't have, I wasn't equipped for uh, education nor life. You know what I'm saying? Um, to help to corroborate the bills in the home, my mom used to, used to, uh, send, me to the, she used to send me to the store. And remind she she's institutionalized at this time or something right. like that, you know? And uh, she's 29 years old, just got out of jail, one of kids back and everything like that. So she's very impatient. So, um, so she used to send me to the store. And every time she sent me to the store, I used to get what she sent me to the store wrong and stuff like that. She was like, you retarded mother. And so I grew up thinking like I was really retarded. Hey. See what I'm saying? Because my mom used to tell me this stuff. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Like, so, so she really believed that something was really wrong with me. So, I, I, you know, she put me on these, on these slow checks. I used to get uh-huh. these SSI checks. Yeah. Social security. They come with blue, blue checks like this. 
<laughs> you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so when you get those type of checks, uh, you know, I was in remedial classes from my fifth grade year out to my senior year of high school. So I'm saying, so I never took a toss test. I never did none of that kind of stuff. I was just skipped, skipped, skipped. Bang. See what I'm saying? So, and they missed the potential yeah. that you had. Yeah. Because they just. I missed them. I, I missed it. You see what I'm saying? Because I was never, you know, nobody really challenged me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Then I was very insecure because I didn't have nurturing. Nobody told me, hey, son, you can do it. I'm proud of you. I never heard that until I was 22. And when, when I heard that, I was, I was doing fashion. Mm. So that's why I stuck with fashion. Dang. Because... I started hearing what I was missing when I was young. So I'm yeah. like, well, so before I look at it as a business, it was like a drug to me because I was getting the attention and the love that I wanted from it. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And I stuck with it. Not because of the business, or I just loved it. It done something for me. Right. See what I'm saying? So so from when did you start doing fashion? At what age? I was nineteen. Okay. So from 14 to 19, what were you doing? Nothing. Uh, trying to figure out, trying to figure out, like, living with people. What? Not figure out, like, trying to figure out where I'm going to stay at. Right, yeah. You, you know survival. It's yeah, survival. Like, for real, for real. Who I'm going to stay with, you know, um, you know, I live with 50 different people. And I didn't have my first place till I was 30. I'm 36. Hey. See what I'm saying? So, no. I am 30. I was like 32. Mm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, I was living that person, that person, this person, this person, all this kind of stuff like that. Then in between these people I'm living with, they kicked me out. So I never so I'm getting these jobs at at uh Kroger's and stuff like that. So I never had enough money to uh to pay to to save up for a new apartment because they kicked me out the house. Right. You know, you, just, you needed the time yeah, and you I didn't get the time. the time. I didn't get the time. So now the little check I get, I'm living outside. That's swatter because I got to eat or whatever. And I was yeah. kind of stuff like that. But, you know, um, yeah. I, I didn't I want to. So wait, wait. There's something I know that you have this skill of, man, you come into a room you know everybody in the room. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that came through that process of you going from place to place, having to say, hey, man, can I stay with... Like, you had so many friends and you had so many places to stay, whereas somebody like me, man, I'd probably be outside because, you know, I don't have the kind of friends you do. You think that that, that skill that you have to meet, to, to have so many friends around you came from that time where you were trying to survive? You know, I think it came from that. You know, I think it came from, I think everything that I have, it came from my struggle. Mm. That's great. It came from my struggle. And I went through so much. So I feel like all around I'm great. So I'm saying? Yeah. And um, so, yeah, my skill of compelling all this kind of different kind of things like that. That's a you have to convince people. I, hey, I, man, I need to stay with you yeah, for a few weeks. Yeah, you know, and you have to on but, the spot make them. But you know, so crazy. I'm telling you, this fashion shit just really, really like 
did something to me because I had something to um, to sell. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like I had something to 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 use. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, How did you get into fashion? Well, um, I was selling DVDs. <laughs> I was selling DVDs. Uh, um. When you say selling DVD, yeah, like you be skipping that. these stories. I be wanting to get yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, what? so many different stories. You know, <laughs> so um, man, I was like I told you from fourteen to nineteen, just trying to figure out. So I'm trying to sell everything. Uh, I'm meeting different people. People got different hustles, so I'm trying to learn that hustle Dang. and stuff like that. All right, and um, so I'm selling DVDs, bootleg DVDs at that time and stuff like that. And uh, I was, people thought I went to TSU, but I never went to TSU in my life. You were up there so much. I was up there. You see what I'm saying? But I grew up from Third Ward, the bottom of Third Ward, so I never seen the top of Third Ward. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So when I seen TSU, I'm like, damn, this is a world. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And it's a market. It's a market. They got people people with money. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. No, I wasn't thinking about no money or nothing. I was like, golly, it's, it's, it's different types of people. Yeah. I'm saying, and it made me mad. You know, I'm like, man, these people got mamas, these people got daddies and stuff. These people standing, and I'm getting mad at myself. I'm getting mad at my mom. I'm getting mad. I'm like, damn, why she got to put me through all this? Yeah. See what I'm saying? Like, if they fall, they got their mom to go back to and all this kind of stuff like that. And they talking back to their dad or their mom, like, boy, you don't know. You see what I'm saying? So it's making me mad, but it it exposed me to a lot of world, a, a whole nother world. And, uh, See what I'm saying? So how I got introduced to fashion, I was in high school and uh, and this dope dealer literally took care of me from my senior year all the way to my 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 freshman year all the way to my junior year of high school. Okay. So he was taking care of me and stuff like that. He said, man, listen, I know your situation. You know, with your mom, I just want you to stay in school. I'm going to make sure I I do what I need to do. He done it. So he took care of me so much that I became best dresser. Mm, okay. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. Two years, three years in a row. Right. You see what I'm saying? Dang. So um, You went to Yates? I went to Yates. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I went to Yates and 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 I had the leisure to create what I want to create. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. And so for my senior year. Everybody was asking me what I want to do for prom. Like, man, I'm not wearing no Al's formal wear suit. I actually made my own suit. That's how I got started in fashion. So when you say you made your own suit, yeah, so like I, if, I, was I would love to make my own suit. I can't do it. How, what would, how, how'd no, you get there? So, um, first of all, like, I loved jerseys at that time. So I actually made a... A, a jersey tuxedo suit. Yeah. Where'd you get the fabric? Would you? Would you? Just I mean, jersey. Buy them. You know, stuff like that. It's not easy. You got a jersey, so I, I, I bought like three jerseys, and I made one jersey as a vest. Uh huh. And I, I cut the other jersey up, and I just put the. You know, I took regular material, and I cut them the, uh, the numbers off. Uh huh. And a name. I put the name. On the on the fabric, yeah. Put the number below it, yeah. So I'm saying, then I took the stripes and I put it 
you know, on, on the on the um on the side of the yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff like that. So I'm in a whole tuxedo suit. Damn. And it went crazy. And that's when a lot of people would think, man, you gotta 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 a good gift with it. So have you always had that gift? Did you have that gift like I never thought I always want to be like a ball player, like basketball. Because mm. people, you know, when you're tall, they think you should automatically just play right. basketball. Right. I'm like, damn, what you going to do when you're short? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, nah, so they always say that. I, so I always worked on my, on, my, on my trying to play basketball and stuff like that. But, but I've always been in my head. Mm-hmm. I've always been creative. I've always had, could make myself satisfied. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, so when I got an opportunity to express that, and that's what I did. All right. So then uh, you make this tuxedo, and then from there, that's when you got the fashion bug? No, um, I didn't get the love for fashion until the fashion started giving me love. Okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, my first fashion show that I did, um, I did it with, I didn't design nothing. I used other people's stuff. Yeah. And I made a fashion show off of other people's stuff. And, and people started giving me credit. Yeah. Right? And, um, and people start coming to me and stuff like that and saying, man, it's going to be great one day. I'm like, what? You you this, you that. I'm like, whoa, you're going to be the best. You can do it. What? I never heard this type of stuff in my life. Yeah. So I was like, man, let me stick with this. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Dang. And I stuck with it only because of love. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Oh, nothing else. So then, um, how old are you about this time? I'm 20. I'm 20. I'm 21. 21. Okay. And then... When you got it, so right now you're known for the experiences that you sell. You you you've got a saying: I don't sell bags, I sell experiences. No, definitely. Right. So that transition to saying, uh, um, "I'm not selling clothes, I'm not doing fashion, but I'm selling experiences." Where, where did that happen, man, and how did that come that's, about? That's from from doing that to that, man. Listen. <clears throat> It wasn't a transition. It was a laborious task. See what I'm saying? You know, God didn't make this man overnight. It was a whole process. I'm saying, like, going through different channels of my life. But the only thing that that I can really say, I was very committed and I was very consistent. Mm -hmm. And with me being committed and me being very consistent, it developed certain things. It, it allowed me to be only creative in that. And I think that's how, like, the box experience just really, really came. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, for real. Like, I'm very meticulous, very strategic. But by me being very consistent mm-hmm. and committed to it, it allowed me to be only very creative in that area. Yeah. We talked earlier, and you talked about how your... You got to this point by trial and error. Yeah. Made some mistakes and then uh, learned and then made. What were some of the first few mistakes that you think 
that you made that you that what are some of the mistakes that you think uh would be you know something that an audience might want to uh listen to and then it it might also be something that may encourage them i i feel like of course i made a mistake i i made a mistake i feel like it's not a mistake when you commit it yeah Elaborate on that. I think the the biggest mistake is when you stop being committed. Because now with everything that you've done, it's not worth it no more. Yeah. It's worth it as long as your commitment. Yeah. So when you talk about committed commitment, I mean, how would you describe your commitment? I mean, you know, put some flesh on that for us. I, I describe commitment because I was... I was asking myself, I'm like, what is the difference between loyalty, commitment? Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Um, commitment to me, what that looks like is, is like, man, it's a, it's a long period of time. See what I'm saying? You have to be connected to the end. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to be committed to something. I can't just say committed. Mm-hmm. I got to be committed to something. Mm-hmm. You know, something I have to be committed to. Not just an idea, not just a, con- a concept. It's something real that I, I have to be committed to. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? And, and that's what, like, commitment is. It's like, okay, what I'm committing to, what I'm committing to, what I want to see to happen. And, like, and I have to be committed to that to happen. Yeah. You see what so, I'm saying? So for your vision... Um, I mean, describe your commitment to uh, man Isaac and more. Well, first of all, like I told you earlier, man, um, my end goal is to be the biggest brand that America ever seen, or this world haven't haven't seen. Okay. And and what that looks like, it's not just I'm making just wonderful products or something like that, because it's not just that. It's just, it's just, it's somebody else is really doing it mm-hmm. different. You know, it's like, it's like Barack Obama running for president at, before he, before he made president, there was nobody like him that was in the office. Yeah. Ain't, ain't, there has never been a black man in office. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, or at least one that, that would acknowledge he was black. Yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is big. Yeah. You know, this is something that's, you know, and you know, like for me, I feel like I have a very, a great opportunity to do so. So I'm saying to really, really make that happen. So that's what I'm committed to, to making history. Doing something that's never been done before. You know, and the only way you can make history, you got to do something that's never been done before, you're going to be the first one to do it. Yeah. Do you you feel uh, called by God to do the work you're doing? Oh, definitely. Most certainly. Most certainly. I I feel like I got a certain amount of grace, a certain certain amount of favor. Um, I think everything was. In me, it's for this. I don't think nobody else could do this. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I yeah. really believe nobody else could do this. Nobody else, could, especially in my situation, and to really make his own name 
Yeah. Desirable. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You sell it not for no $3, but $3,000. Mm-hmm. And people buying it. Yeah. People want to buy it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I feel like I got the name for it. I got the, it's the time for it. You see what I'm saying? I've been committed to the time for it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't think nobody was fit. So definitely, I know I've been, but my, but but the more so than all the aesthetics and all that kind of stuff is, it's like, man, my mission, um, the 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 behind the scenes is why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. It's very real because I'm tired of one area of people dominating all areas. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, when you unpacked that before, when you talk about uh, people dominating, what what do you mean by that? And then, what do you think it means for uh, Isaac and Moore to dominate? I think dominating is to me is making something look like making an area, making something look like. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Like. For instance. For instance, this house is on this land. Mm-hmm. Right? <clears throat> it, before this house, it was an empty land. It was, a, it was land. It was just land. Yeah. Somebody made this land look like them. Right. So I'm saying? Because each house is different from this. Right. So somebody made it, whatever they thought about it, they made this land to look like yeah. I'm saying on yeah. this area. Right. So that's what I mean by dominating. Dominating is making something. To- yeah. So if you go to River Oaks, all the house houses look like River Oaks. You yeah. go to wherever you, you know, right. whatever little neighborhood, they got a name for it. Lakes on, 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 on Travis Villa or whatever. And all the houses look the same and all the people live in the same little, yeah. little location. Yeah. And, and it's like, for me, that's what domination, that's what dominating means, is, is just taking that area and our canvas, our empty stuff, you putting your ideas on that and that becoming your idea. Mm, to make something in your own image. Yeah. So I can't just say, I take this and, and I want to put my ideas. That's going to be scribble scratch. You know, if I, if I take paper and I put something on it and you put something on it, you put something on the same thing, right. it's going to become scribble. Right. Right? But if you take the same, if you take a blank piece of paper and you just only put it, it becomes you. Yeah. No? Yeah. And so you feel like fashion, you're doing that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I'm definitely doing that. And How do you think, in what ways are you doing that? I'm doing it in, in a way that, you see what I'm saying? Like, Like in the game now, how are you dominating? I'm dominating. So I haven't dominated it yet. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But, I'm dominating. but you're in the process. Yeah, and I'm how right. are you doing it? So how I'm doing that, man, like when people think about fashion, I want people to think about a name. Okay. And that name is Isaac and Moore. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So when you think about, like I was saying earlier, when I think about, when you think about boxing, you're going to say a name. Right. You're not just going to say boxing. Right. You're going to say somebody's name. Right. And that somebody's name, who you think about, that indicates that person dominates 
that area. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's that's my thing. You see what I'm saying? So I'm dominating and I'm getting everybody to know what I do, how I do it, and yeah, you know, that's how I'm going to dominate it. Man, how did you, you feel called by God to do the work that you're doing? What are some things that you did to prepare for the work that you're doing? I definitely did prepare. Okay. You know, I'm a, I'm a type of man, I feel like that um, when you have a child, a child teaches a father how to become a father. Mm-hmm. Or a mother become a mother. Okay. Right? In order for you to be a mother or a father, you got to have a child first. Mm. Right? Okay. So as a child develops, it teaches you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So a lot of people want to prepare for things, but <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, uh, I see where you're going. Yeah. So I feel like I'm not prepared. I feel like I'm, I feel like the thing prepare me how to, it teaches me how to become who I need to become. Man, it's funny that you say that because, you know, a lot of us think, man, I got to prepare and then I go and do. But you're basically saying, man, you might need to just get out there and and let that thing you're called to do prepare you as you're doing it. Yeah. Learning as you go. Especially when, no, yeah, like I think certain things you got to learn from others if they've done it. Right. You know, that's wisdom right there. You, you, you don't want to make the same mistakes or whatever, but <laughs> certain things, man, you just got to let things teach you how to become who you're going to be. Yeah. What you're going to do. Yeah, because how do you become the black? fashion designer if you have if, if no one else done it right so I have to you know, I, I don't know what, what to prepare what what you, you see what I'm saying yeah like, who can tell me to prepare for what yeah but besides God and you nobody else yeah. man that's crazy that's that's an interesting thought because I, I mean you know you, you always you know talk hey man get around people who've done what you, you're doing but we never ask the question but what if no one's done what you're doing? Right. Do you just not do anything? Right. Or people just want to have so much knowledge before they do it. Mm. I'll unpack that, man. That's, that's like, good stuff. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. People want to have, the people want to know this, how this works. Right? And, and, they, and they don't do it. See what I'm saying? Mm. So they got to have all this knowledge they start instead of them starting and gaining the knowledge on the way. You see what I'm saying? Yo, that's <laughs> that's good, man. That's good. Um, you you faced many um, adversities. Man, what kept you going even when, you know, through the struggle? Because so, most people would have quit. So, so vision for me People are always talking about speaking things to existence and things like that. I don't really believe in speaking things to. Like, I can't believe speaking to this table, karma table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It is a table. Yeah. Right? Right. It's a table. So I got to speak what it is. Mm-hmm. Vision is what it is. It's not to. Mm-hmm. It's what it is. Mm-hmm. See, people need to understand what vision is. Is 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 what it 
it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You have to believe what it is first. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. So, so like what helps me get through it is because I don't entertain the life is in front of me. I in a type of I entertain a life that I know is real. It's like, okay, for instance, like this microphone. Somebody thought about this microphone before this microphone have was tangible or has existence. Mm-hmm. So what's real or what's more real? The idea or the product? Product is simply the result of the idea. Mm-hmm. So the moment this materialized, this has its own time when it's not going to, it's going to, not going to be. And you're gonna have a time to be. Yeah. As long as it's in your head, you're thinking of how it is, it's it's eternal. Right. Right? Yeah. So my thing is, it's like the vision is it's not the product. Yeah. It's is the thing. Mm, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this is temporary because this is materialized. Right. This is not. See what I'm saying? But yeah. our job is to materialize it. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's, you know, so if when I make this and the purpose of this thing, see, people don't understand purpose. Purpose is, is the, okay, say if say, hey, I want this thing to, I want this car to drive by itself. Okay. And I think about this, right? It's before the design. It's, see, design comes last. True. The design is not purpose. It just helps you get into the door. That's mm. what designs are for. So if I design a water bottle, if I say, hey, I want to design a water bottle, then I make a design. It's only made for something to get in certain, in certain areas. Like I make a DVD. You know, I take a DVD, a, a, a DVD it, it can, it's only can fit in that area. If I can make a, a backpack, a backpack can't fit in my pocket. So right. I make a... a uh, a something that can fit in my pocket. Yeah. I would call it a wallet. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. So it, 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 yeah. It's got to occupy space. Right. A design got to have a space to be in. Exactly. So that's what design. So it's not purpose. It's just to can get you in certain things. Right. Okay. So yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. a lot of people put a lot of emphasis on beauty, but beauty supposed to get you into a certain thing. Looks, so people are supposed to be fat. People are supposed to be skinny. People are supposed to be certain. It's a design. Right. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And it's only designed for certain areas for you to get in. Right. But it's not the purpose. Okay. I'm purpose, with you. purpose is the idea before the product exists. So whatever I thought it should be, and I materialize it and it be with that, that's the purpose of that thing. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's the purpose of the thing. The purpose the purpose isn't the thing. The purpose existed before the thing existed. Exactly. The purpose manifested the thing. It's like, it's like, okay, well, what was the problem before a car? What was the problem before ketchup? So the problem produces the solution that will create the idea and 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 that will give us the purpose. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. You have a it was a problem, but it was a problem before your existence. Right. And God thought about you to solve that problem. So that's your purpose for it. So you have a, not just a, a specific purpose. You have a world purpose. Mm. You 
see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I like, hear you. So is you know, so that's what I'm so so what for me is is like, man, you know. You know, so this got you through the struggle. Yeah, my vision, man. Vision is knowing why I'm here. Understanding, like, this is so temporary. Mm. This is so temporary. This is not, like, this is not my life. So I got to entertain the life. What it's going to be. Mm. More so what it is right now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, man. This is crazy. I I got lightning round questions, and then we're going to go deep again. These these are just popcorn questions. It's 10 of them. We're going to go quick. First thing that come to mind. Uh, Scale of one one to 10, how good are you at keeping a secret? (laughs) Oh, shoot. Uh, seven. Seven. All right. All right. Two names: Ariel or Jasmine. Which one? Dang. Ariel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, first celebrity crush. Eva. That's my first. Longoria. Eva Longoria. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Donna Dusk. Uh-huh. Okay. If you could travel back in time. Which period or where would you go? Man. Um, I could travel back in time. Man, I don't know. I don't even know how to answer that right now. Okay. We're we going to hold on to it. Yeah, Next yeah. one. Uh, do you snore? I don't. I'm real tired. I don't think <laughs> I snore, though. Okay. Okay. Uh, place you most want to travel to? Okay. <laughs> you you, you going to tell us where? Yeah. Italy, okay. China, Spain. Spain. Yeah, that stuff. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, favorite junk food? Uh, warm cookies and stuff like that. Cake. Okay. Yeah, okay. You don't like cold cookies? Warm, warm cookies. Warm cookies, yeah. Okay. Uh, favorite tri- childhood TV show? Okay. Favorite season? One. <laughs> um, last Halloween costume? Never did it. Okay. Don't believe in it? I just never did it. Okay. Cake or pie? Cake. Okay. No pie? Don't no fool with pie. Cake. Okay. All right. Uh, do you post inspirational quotes on your social media platform? No. Not at all. You I, post the experiences. Yeah, I just... Interesting. That's true. You make movies. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So I, w- I want to get into uh, calling and how your family kind of plays into it. And first question I got, what does... When I say family, what does that mean to you? Uh, family... You know, like I'm still learning it. You know, I'm still learning it because, uh, you know, because of my of my life, how it's been. Yeah, I've been living with other people all my life, and I see how other people are treating me by living with. Them. Yeah, and I see how family 
treating me. For me to, you know, that's why I live with different people. So I always want to create my own family. So you there. Okay. Um it is 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 family part of the calling you have, or do you think family is separate from your calling? Definitely not. I, I feel like family is part of the calling. Okay. And and I I you know. Do you feel like, man, I know often you've, you've got this vision, you've got this calling. Do you feel tension between what you're running after and, and trying to hold the family together? No. I, I, like I said, I'm creating my own everything, so I don't have that type of problem. Okay, okay. No, I got you. Yeah. Man, that's, that's interesting. What are, what are some of the pressures, if you have any, that um, that you might face trying to run after your calling and trying to hold down a family? Because uh, you got family now, right? right? I do. I do. I, I'm, they, I'm looking at them. Yeah, right. But my family that I have is it, not a, it's no problems with that. It's just what my, what my calling brings on its own. See what I'm saying? Right. You, you said, we talked earlier, and there was something that you said, and I'm pushing you a little bit because I want to get this out of you. You said you, you basically had a vision and you decided that you were going to run with a woman that uh, understood your calling or your vision. Yeah. I just want you to elaborate on that one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I was saying earlier, I was like, okay, well, why do men, you know, I use a Rolls Royce, you know, why do a man, like, why do a man spend $400,000 on a Rolls Royce? You know, why do men take care of, why do men wash a car? You know, why do all that kind of stuff? You know, because I feel like, when you buy something like that, you know, you get blessed, you know, people look at you, people treat you different. It's so funny. It's like when you have a certain type of material thing, people esteem you on a whole nother level just because you have a certain type of object or item, things like that, you know, and it really bless you just because you obtain it. So I'm saying, and so you don't have to tell the man, Hey, to wash the car or go get a tune-up or whatever. It's going to take care of it because it want to continues to get blessed. Now, I believe a woman is way more than that. See, that would say that because it sounds, but people don't really, really realize that they really treat a car better than a woman. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like, man, who you, you know, man, I, my, my queen. So, but it's really not that. See what I'm saying? It's like, you know, they'll work hard for an object more than this. So, I had to just really think is, is man, man, you know, why do we do that? You know, so what I need is, I want a woman that is going to bless me. So, I really believe, like, a woman is 
the blessing. Uh huh. So I'm saying, like, um, if then you have the uh, then you have the blessing, right? You know, like, you know, like the car, the car blesses the person. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it don't need, you know, it don't need to have all this kind of stuff because I am the stuff. Right. So when you get me, you get the results. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You get the whatever. See what I'm saying? Because I am that. Right. You see what I'm saying? So you don't have to tell me, oh, I'm a queen and all this kind of stuff like that. Like, it, it shows. It, it, it blesses me. Right. right. So I just, you know, I just, I just, for, for, for me is, is like, man, a certain quality of, of a woman, I think it's contingent upon the quality of the vision of the man has. Okay. So, now, now, you need to unpack that because it's something you said uh, while we were talking. You said most of us, when I say us, most men don't have a vision to be able to. No, definitely. Yeah, I feel like I think that what most men lacks is vision. I feel like they don't lack money. I feel like they lack vision, and um, they they don't know. Most men don't know where they're going. They just chasing after what they feel like they need. Like if if I feel like you put your family, I feel like families is included in the vision, right? Not that should be the yield or the stop. You're like, oh man, I gotta make sure I make it back home to my family. Yeah. Or I should, I should, or I gotta make sure my daughter take. I'm like, it's just like saying, like, you, you know, like, you, you know, you buying a TV and you working for a remote. Yeah. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, now it comes with it. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with you. Like, like for real, for real, it's like, man, we put so much emphasis on, on stuff that's included. Vision is a direction. Vision is what takes a family. Right. Wow. You know. Yeah. Move a family. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? From here to there. You see what I'm saying? And I feel like, man, man, we 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 build with no find out with no foundation. We don't know. Where are we going? Like, like when you say this earlier, when you say, um, what got you to this point? What, you, what keeps you going? And I say vision, going, mm-hmm. where I'm going and stuff like that. When you don't have that, other things pull you. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, other things just really pull you. Easy, you know, you're not standing up for nothing. You know, you don't become bold. You don't become, you don't become, you're not becoming nothing. Mm-hmm. You're just conforming. To thing, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? So yeah, that's what I think. Huh? Um, I want to end on pain and calling. If you could ask God one question, what would it be? Mm. Damn, I don't. It's a lot of questions. Why God? <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, the the one question I would ask God is, with my mother is like. Uh, you know, I never had a relationship with my mother. Mm-hmm. Right? I never had a relationship, a real live relationship with my mother. <clears throat> and I always wanted to. 
I always hoped to have one. Then she died on me. Now I feel like I would never have a relationship with her. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And I always thought that she's going to turn around and all this kind of stuff like this. And it's like, man, you know. And like, what is the reason for that? Like, you see what I'm saying? You know, why do you strip certain things from my life? Mm. See what I'm saying? You know, that that I don't understand. I don't understand, like, certain things I just can't under, you know, I, I be trying to understand and ask why. Mm-hmm. You know, I be trying to understand who he is and what he's doing for me. But, man, it's still, I got some uncertainties, man. Like, for real, for real. It's like, man. Why you have to do that to me, though? I, I, you know, I don't have no nurturing. It's hard for me to. It's hard for me to understand women. You know, because I'm out here really like I make things happen. Like you got to be patient. You got to be understanding. Nobody be understanding with me. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Nobody. People gave me. Want you know, but you, you know, I don't, you know, it just I don't have that type of love because nobody gave it to me. I don't have that type of nurturing or somebody understanding me. It's like, you know, babe, it's gonna be okay, and it's gonna be okay, and it's really okay. Yeah. No, it don't never happen that way. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. He's like really on edges. Yeah. Really on this, and they, and it's carried on to my life. It's like, man, I gotta make this happen. I gotta make this happen. So when you around other people and stuff like that, you got to be very compassionate and understanding and stuff like this and stuff like that, man. So a lot of things were stripped from me. And do you feel like that's affected you uh, in, in the man that you are today? I have a lot of different growing to do when it comes down to like, like just a man. Period. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you ever, because I've asked this question, do you ever ask God, um, why does it feel like uh, I'm called to pain? Nope. I always try to understand. Like I tell you, I don't really ask why. I be trying to understand uh. more so than why. Uh. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Because Obviously, he knows something that I don't know. Like, you know, I always look at God like this. Like, because uh, I'm, a, I'm a real life, I feel like I'm a real life creator. Right. And I feel like to, for me to understand God, I can't look at God, I can't look at myself as a creator if I want to understand God. I got to look at myself as a product. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, break. You got, you don't have to elaborate on that. When you say, I look at myself as a product, what do you mean by that? I look at myself as I come from. Okay. All right. Yeah. But in a product kind of stuff, I'm a result of his mind. Right. So when I create the idea, before the creation exists, is the idea before the existence of that, of that product. Right. So I materialized it. I did everything like this. So I really, really know this product. 
Right. So what I do is I create the laws. Laws is really, it protects this product. Right. So don't put this in water. Why? Because I want my product to work. Right. I guarantee this product is going to work. So the, I'm going to put some laws around it in order for this product to work. Yeah. So I'm going to put a manual. You know, yeah. manual means mine. Uh-huh. You know, so I put a manual and tell you how this product works. Right. I think God wants us to work more than, than we want ourselves to work. Uh, yeah. Every creator of a product wants us to work. It actually do the creator justice to see its own product working. Yeah. No, I hear you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I when I when I'm trying to understand, like, so I can't just say why. I gotta try to understand. What I'm saying? Yeah. And I the only way I can understand God, not as as me a creator, because I'm not like him, because he created me. But I'm something like him because I could create too. Mm, yeah. So so See, we only think we are a creator when we create things. So we think we like God. Yeah. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no. I, but I we forget you. that we are the product too. Uh-huh. No, okay. Yeah, I hear you. You see what I'm saying? I hear you. You know, like we are, I mean, we, we God, we, we kings and, you know, we, we creators and all this kind of stuff. It's cool. But right. we are a product. When it comes down to him. Right. See what I'm saying? So we can and 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 what's so great about it, we can do what our father can do. Mm. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and so that's how, like, um, so with the with the product thing, man, is I would just really understand that, like, I instead of just asking why, I would trying to understand who he is. As who I am to him. Yeah. Okay. Dang. So it doesn't do you any good to, 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 well, to ask or complain about why. You're really just asking God, I'm trying to understand you so that I can live, uh, so that I can exist and be who you want me to be, even in the midst of this pain. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I look at it like business. The end of business is to yield a res- some kind of uh, profit, mm-hmm. right? Right. And what profit looks like is money. Right. You know what I'm saying? In business. It doesn't matter what you have to go through as long as it yields profit. If it doesn't make money, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So that means if you don't, whatever you're doing, it doesn't make money. You're doing it for nothing. Right. In business. Right in business. Right? Yeah. But in God's profit, it's different. It's, done, but it's the soul, right? Right. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter about the pain, matter the profit. Right. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's profit. So I feel like for me to understand, if me, I guess it doesn't matter what I have to go through, if I had to sleep on parks and do all this kind of stuff like this. If this for this to make me who I'm going to express, so be it. Yeah. It's the profit. And I think that's what it is. Dang. Man. 
so um how do you think your art your 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 fashion your movement I'm closing with this contributes to the change we want to see in it. I mean I mean what how do you think it 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 brings the change we want to see in our community cuz I think it does I just don't know how Yeah I think um I'm glad that God allowed me to go through what I went through. People have seen it. Seen me walking. Seen me only stick with Seeing all the struggling for it. And now they're actually seeing the other side. But to some people, that's not their jobs. They can get inspired. You know, they can feel like, man, like, seen this man like if I could just keep on being committed to something something could turn around for me yeah I'm saying that's one side of it I think for the other side is my craft it's not my purpose it's just my platform that I gotta create for myself so I can be able to speak yeah and why I'm why I'm creating my platform I this needs to teach me whatever I because I need God every day into this while I'm creating it. And when I create my platform, when as I'm building, a stage can build. You know, seats is getting filled. You know, lights is doing that. So when I open my eyes I, and I see all these different people, I need to have something to say. I need to have something to say. And Having something to say. That's that's more important to me. Yeah. Man, I wanna thank you for your time. It's crazy. I gotta I gotta come back and you know, next season I'm gonna have you speak on something else, man. Cause you you've inspired me. You are gonna I gotta be able to I, I can't articulate all the ways that you've inspired me, but you put a batter in my back. And just seeing you, not not even what you said. What you said was the next level, but just seeing um, what God is doing in and through your life, how you're creating, um, uh, uh, experiences, but also how you're employing. Man, just you know, it's just just the industry that you're creating, and I and I see, I do see. A big fashion house. I do see, you know, I'm always, I'm always big up. I'm always going, you know, because I, I, it gets me excited to see, um, people that look like me, people that come from the places I come from, people who I've, you know, traveled the same path with, just to see them progress and do what God has called them to do. And I just want to continue to wish you success, man. And thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you, man. All right. <laughs>